All right, day, day 16. Day 16, I'm already acting like a psycho. Um, it's not even 1 p.m., already acting like a psycho. I was on my way to a meeting this morning, and I, I was driving behind this guy in a really nice Beamer, and we were pulling up to a red light, and he threw a bunch of trash out his window, and it hit my windshield. So I proceeded from there on out <laughs> until I proceeded from there on out to every time we stopped at a red light to lay on the horn, throw middle fingers at this guy for about, I stayed behind him. I, I was just, I was, and I wasn't going to follow him. I, I had somewhere to go. It just so happened <laughs> that he was going the exact direction I was. So for about 20 to 25 minutes. Every red light we stop at. Um, this started like near the corner of Santa Monica Boulevard and La Brea, and this ended like in Silver Lake. Until I get to like until we get to this last light right before I make my turn to go to the medium. I roll down my window and I go, "Hey, don't throw shit out your window." And he says, "I didn't." With the voice of someone who clearly had not thrown shit out their window, but who had been honked at relentlessly for nearly 30 minutes. What must have happened is I just, like, bad luck, right? With this trash, it just really looked like it came out his window. It probably was just, like, flying through the air. Um, so I immediately said, oh, so I'm the asshole. Sorry, I'm so sorry. And I rolled up the window and I fucking... Drive away. I never would do shit like that normally. I just have all this fucking anger and resentment in me that I have to uh, place somewhere, I guess. Typically, it would be reserved to self-criticism. But I'm already checking that box, so... Now I'm coming after you, litterers. I'm the litterer vigilante. Um... Whether you litter or it looks like you litter, especially if it looks like you litter, then I'm coming after you. And I'll immediately apologize if I'm wrong. Uh, so, not a great way. I mean, I, I <laughs> my God. Uh, deleted dating app. I've lost, yeah, I said this yesterday. Lost dating app privileges. Deleted those. Was lying to too many people about having over a year of sobriety. Um, man, meetings are rad because, like, you'll tell a story like that, and everyone just after it, like, immediately the woman behind me starts telling me a story about how someone accidentally got her meal at a restaurant, how she just fucking laid into them, you know, in early sobriety. Everyone just, you know, I don't think I'm as nervous to talk about like all the, all the thoughts and shit on the podcast because I go to meetings and I all express a lot of these same thoughts and everyone's just like, bro, everyone has the same exact thoughts at these meetings. I'm not like, you know, anytime you feel special, you just share and then a bunch of people come up to you and you're like, yeah, I'm the same fucking way. It's rad. It's humbling too. A mom's visiting this weekend. I may throw her on the pod. I, I bet she'll say no. But if she says yes, I might talk to her. She's got like six years sober. Um, yeah, everyone in my family is like 
not everyone. Goddamn nearly everyone. Both my parents are alcoholics. I, almost all four of my grandparents were too. Great parents, great grandparents. Um, it's crazy. Um, AA wasn't started. AA is less than like a hundred years old. Um, and it's just crazy to think about because before AA there was near no solution for alcoholics. If you were an alcoholic before, like over a hundred years ago, you were just fucked. You were fucked. If you were a woman alcoholic, you were doubly fucked. They just put you guys away and chalked it up to crazy and chalked it up to alcoholism for men. Of course. My, uh, yeah, a lot of people in my family have died. My great-grandfather, uh, he died. Um, he, he burned alive. He fell asleep with, in a drunken stupor with a lit cigarette in his hand. Lit his lazy boy on fire. Fucking lit way to go out. <laughs> if you're going to go out as an alcoholic, light your chair on fire. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing about that. Yeah, this you know, my grandmother apparently used to have to like my grandmother when she was in high school would get calls from like the sheriff department being like, uh, Rissy, your uh your mom's your mom's stuck on the corner of Valley and Bloomfield, can't drive home. Like everyone knew who her mom was. Her mom was like the f- local drunk. So my fourteen year old grandma would go get in the car and drive her because her mom would be like at the driving wheel flailing her arms around um, and drive her home. Some really great stories with her. I was just back when like a high schooler was where the cops would be like, yeah, you're 14. You can drive your drunk mom home. <laughs> my, um, my grandmother, she had, she grew up with, uh, four sisters, five sisters, no, four sisters and a brother. Um, and the same mom, they used to have something called operation bum rush. (laughs) Operation bum rush was when they were in high school and one of them was getting taken out on a date. Yeah. So whoever was getting ready for the date would wait for them to get picked up. And the moment, uh, the guy's car pulled outside their house, someone would yell operation bum rush. And, um, God, I haven't really been talking to the microphone, have I? Fuck. Operation Bomb Rush. And whoever wasn't going on the date would run, jump on their mom, cover her mouth, restrain her physically (laughs) until whoever was going on the date left the house, got in the car, and drove away because I guess she was so much of a menace (laughs) that uh, Operation Bomb Rush was necessary. You can also tell, like, this is, like, part of the reason why I was, like, I'm not an alcoholic. Like, when you come from a family like mine, there's always been someone that I feel like I could point to and be, like, as a point of reference to just make my beha- make me feel better about my behavior, you know? My aunt was talking about, you know, my aunt was talking about how she's related to someone who stabbed someone in a blackout. I totally related to what she's saying. She would wake up and be like, fuck, what did I just do? Did I stab anyone? No? Okay, get off my fucking back. (laughs) 
Wait, you're telling me no one deployed Operation Bumrush? What are we talking about right now? I knocked your vase over. <laughs> I knocked three vases over. I knocked them down like bowling pin balls, like bowling pins. All right, yeah, I fucked that up. <laughs> I fucked up. Man, not enough Operation Bum Rush going down nowadays. <laughs> uh, I'm s truly self-conscious about the audio for the first however long. Everyone's going to tune out before they even get to Operation Bum Rush. Fuck. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I got to get more family stories. My grandfather was like an undercover agent for the IRS and the Bronx Mafia. He was sober when he was doing that. And there's like awesome stories of him getting Mafia members sober and then, and then putting them right in prison. <laughs> And he get letters from people who were incarcerated thanking him for getting them sober. Um, he also put them in prison too. <laughs> I think my my dad was like, yeah, like once my like my grandfather had to show up to testify against some of these mobsters, and when the mobsters realized that my grandfather was the one undercover and was the one testifying against them, they saw him and they were like. Danny? His name is Danny. Danny? No, it was Danny. It wasn't you. No way. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it. Danny got us good, huh? Didn't he? Danny got us good. Um. <laughs> yeah, I love that story so much. His name was Dan, Dan Dunn. Dan Dunn Sr. My dad's Dan Dunn Jr. Their, other, their undercover name was Danny Dunnigan, which, if you're wondering or thinking, hey, that sounds not good, it isn't. <laughs> my initial thought when I heard that was, hey, if I was undercover, my name would be Gospacho, Gospacho Vladok, and I would wear a mustache and shave my head. But, um... I guess the real reason for it is like if you're on the street and someone who actually knows you from your life walks up to you and goes, Danny Dunn? The, and you're with the mobsters, you can, it's easier to spin out of it. Dunnigan, you mean. You you basically gaslight the fuck out of whoever sees you. No, Danny Dunn, we went to high school together. No, it's Danny Dunnigan. Danny Dunnigan. And then you just, they're just like, I guess I haven't seen this guy since high school. I guess his name's Danny Dunnigan. I'm just a fucking idiot. And it's like the 1970s and you can't fact check this shit. <laughs> hmm. And here I am. Driving Uber and going to meetings. My great-grandfather blazed so I could uh, do this shit, I guess. I'm so in my head about this audio right now. Damn it. I'm feeling much better than yesterday. It's like just the maddening part of this process. Like day 14, day 15 were awful. 
Day 16, on the other hand. All right. I mean, I acted like a psycho this morning. I fucking ruined this guy's day for 30 minutes. But uh, I'm feeling all right. Mom's in town. You know what that means. Getting freaking taken out to dinner. Gonna get sushi. I've decided. I've decided we're gonna get sushi. I have to take all these deep breaths all the time. Like every once in a while, I'll just feel like so much anxiety will build up in my chest, and I just have to, I just have to like let it out. I have to do it in front of people sometimes, and I think some people think I'm like sighing at some shit they just said. It's like, oh no, I just have to uh, breathe through this immense war field that's taking place in my chest. Talked a lot about the weed stories. I haven't talked about much of the alcohol stories. Dumb shit I did when I was drunk all the time. I think when everyone gets really drunk, well, maybe, maybe not. A lot of people become kleptos when they get drunk. I was one of those. Just be like, oh, that looks nice. Just take it. <laughs> Wasn't even thinking. I guess I shouldn't admit to illegal shit on here. I almost just admit to. I made it to illegal shit. Definitely did a couple of legal things. Oh, I guess, I mean, as if shoplifting wasn't legal. I caught to that. Don't worry, it's nothing fucking horrific. It's just, uh, I'll be a little smarter. <laughs> but hey, that's what happens. Everyone in these rooms have done the same illegal shit when they get fucked up. None of us are proud of it. It doesn't excuse it, but. It just means, means you gotta get fucking help. I have the headphones on this time. I got you know, maybe I'm a little bit more comfortable hearing my voice. My voice is so much lower and raspier than I hear. When I hear myself talk in my head, I sound like an angel. And when I hear this, I'm like, oh, 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 I have so much rasp. No one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear that, Aiden. <laughs> Gotta call my sponsor and tell him I did all this shit. He's just going to laugh at me. <laughs> I like it is true like sometimes you'll share like anything you share in the rooms is fair game. You do have to be a little bit careful about who you share stuff with who aren't in the rooms cuz the judgment is just a little more acute. It's not and it's not anyone's fault. It's just what people are used to, exposed to and are around. Just gotta find, uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Honestly, I may call this.
Man, I'm crazy, huh? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll leave it that alone. I didn't even tell him. You know, I should probably maybe get some permission before I air out, like, family stories. It's about a, definitely with my parents, at least. Like I said, I was just the most boring user. It's just like, I'll see you later. I'll be in my room for a year. I mean, for the most part. My dad's got some fucking awesome stories, too. That was, it's, I think also, though, back then, you could be a very more, it was easier to be just a public alcoholic and get away with behavior. Just a little easier, I think. I think just bad behavior when you're when you're drunk was just people are just a little bit more lenient for it, and that's just because probably alcoholism is running more and more rampant. Yeah, they used to just put you in a hospital and we're like, yeah, you're fucking hopeless, man. They just drank themselves to death. Pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. Day 16. Man, these the 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 numbers don't add quick. I'll tell you that. Fuck. All right. Bye.